Hey, thanks a lot. This is actually part two of what I started with uh, Mr. Manka Chipindi of the National Arts Council of Zambia. So, Mr. Chipindi, you have a group of uh, creatives and beyond around you. And uh, would it be possible for you to actually just start at the beginning for us and kind of uh, help us understand what National Arts Council is and the kind of organizations that are underneath the underneath you and uh, your work. You like to call yourself an arts administrator, so let's start there. <laughs> okay, thank you. Good evening, everyone. Good morning, depending on where you are. Welcome. Yeah, so basically, um, yeah, I see myself as an arts administrator in terms of, uh, my name is Manka, uh, Adrian Pindi. Uh, I always joke that when you go to my village and ask for Adrian or Adrian, I don't even know the correct pronunciation, it will take you like uh, five minutes to find me. But when you say you're looking for Manka, you will find me within a few seconds. So depending on how quickly you want to find me, that's uh, one thing we can do. So uh, in my work, uh, which mostly has been at the National Arts Council, uh, I see my work as... Uh, 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 and really the National Arts Council as an organization that uh, attempts to bridge uh, or to create a bridge between the government and the, the arts sector. Um, of course, in terms of um, uh, the National Arts Council, it's an organization that is uh, it's at a crossroad uh, because the, the sector we are dealing with has uh, rapidly changed uh, terms of how the arts are produced or how they are consumed or even how they are distributed. So there's been a lot of changes and uh, the National Arts Council being a government uh, agency uh, uh, has had to do a lot of catch up. Um, every time I interact with artists, especially young, young artists, um, the artists even here on this panel that I can relate to because probably I even I'm even aware of the work they do or at least have consumed their products here and there. But there are a lot of young people now who are doing all kinds of things, and um, uh, you know, uh, artistry is a, is a is a title that uh, people can claim. Uh, and on, and you cannot uh, define it. You cannot uh, sort of scope it and say, no, you, you are not an artist, or you are an artist, or things like that. So uh, so we, we are an arts organization, a government agency established in 1994 uh, with a broad uh, purpose of uh, promoting and developing the arts, uh, and the narrower uh, purpose of regulating the arts. Um, of the three uh, arms of our, our mandate, um, the, the one which is very challenging is the regulating one, uh, because uh, in terms of regulation, it's it's not very clear what exactly, uh, what aspects of the arts are we regulating. But from our interaction with uh, the legal instruments before us and the law, 
we've come to understand that we are sort of trying to regulate the the, the context in which the arts business uh, operate not the art form itself because we may not be uh, the right people to regulate that form but um, you find that in terms of expectations every time an artist uh, does a song or an artwork which people feel uh, should have been sort of controlled or censored uh, people normally reach out to our office and they ask you okay this guy has done this song Uh, I've not seen people here who've done maybe Mr. Chocolate, but uh, I mean, every time, for example, Pilato sings a song, uh, I almost immediately get a call, oh, no, what are you doing about this? How are you censoring? But our work is not to control the artists themselves. In fact, uh, the legal provisions that we have do not have uh, sufficient uh, uh, ways in which we can deal with the artists themselves. We deal mostly with the organizations to which artists belong. So we, we may not deal with artists directly. Uh, so that also has a, an implication in terms of uh, uh, our impact because we relate through the associations, the eight associations. They've been eight for some time. Uh, others are left out. For example, animators they have no place, uh, fashion make up different art forms that have come may not have a space within the council even other basic art forms such as the contemporary dance you find a lot of young people who are doing dance they may not find the space at the council because it's not uh, wired or it has not been able to adapt uh, to service uh, a younger audience. So as um, so as an arts organization, we are in that space where we the, the sector we are dealing with has changed rapidly and we have to uh, uh, catch up. Uh, but even when you are catching up, you find by the time you reach where the others were, they've already moved on to another place. I'll give another example. Uh, for music, we may be uh, sort of a bit in touch, but when you think of of uh, even things like film, yeah, uh, uh, even within the National Arts Council setup, I mean, I, I went to school, I studied arts administration, but um, most of it didn't include the, the film because film, in terms of how it is administered, the whole different science. So it's another whole field of, 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 of skills and capacities that we, we need to go into. So broadly speaking, uh, that's what I can say. So uh, I've been at this for some time. Uh, I understand the art sector in Zambia a bit. Uh, I should be thinking of publishing as well or something. But yeah, that's yeah, for now. As a way of introduction, I don't know that that uh, makes sense. Uh, yeah. Sounds good to me. <laughs> That's great. Okay, um, you've just embarked on a drive, I guess, to look at how that policy is, uh, I think the country can um, get engaged with uh, some of the policy changes that you have uh, to come. 
I'm, I'm trying to find the right words <laughs> to place it, but is it something that's well understood in the in the format that you've uh, chosen to put it out? Are you finding that it's that people are interacting with it well enough? Yeah, so we, yeah, you're right. We've embarked on the process of developing two policies. One is the national arts policy. Uh, so we've not had uh, an arts policy for some time uh, for various reasons, which I may not go into. Uh, but um, we had the cultural policy, which was enacted in 2003. And uh, uh, it mentioned the arts very minimally, like in a paragraph. Uh, and the focus of it is mostly uh, sort of the functional aspect of arts, like uh, more of applied arts kind of approach, which is there. So we we embarked on part of developing the arts policy, and uh, in in developing the the arts policy, we've sort of framed some some focus areas which we want to focus on. Uh, arts business, um, arts infrastructure, arts education, uh, arts and ICT, um, and other uh, much more sort of art, artist welfare-related uh, issues. So the, the process, we've, we have sort of lined it up. Now you asked the question of, of whether it's, um, it's well-structured. Uh, uh, one of the things in Zambian arts, uh, which my colleagues here may may have observed, but I have definitely observed, is that uh, uh, the artists are at different levels, uh, at different levels. So uh, you you have one set of artists that are sort of ready for arts business and they understand what business is. They are having challenges, but they are in a space where they understand what should be happening. Then there's another set of artists that are not uh, aware of uh, the, the business side of arts. Uh, and um, when you are dealing with a policy like that, uh, even an institution like the National Arts Council, uh, as singular as it is, you, you already have uh, um, service challenges because um, you are servicing people who are at different levels. Uh, so even when you talk of uh, the virtual uh, resources and other opportunities that we need to move into, we need to think of uh, what level are we creating this for? So there are, uh, I was, I was uh, as part of the policy consultation process, uh, I went to Kapiri, for example, and um, uh, you have these artists who organize shows and uh, they say it's free. They don't charge anything. Then you are, so why are you doing a free show? Or why is the show 10 quarter or something like that? For them, that's that's the space they're operating in. That's the reality. So when we're doing the policy, then you have to find those balance where you know whether you are trying to deal with people at the, that are professional, uh, at, the, at the professional level and those that are sort of at the amateur level. But uh, yeah, I mean, for for some reason, you can't use the word amateur because when you say amateur, people may feel you mean they are not uh, talented. But they may be talented, but they are not operating it as, as a profession. It's not a full-time thing. It's a by-the-way thing that they do uh, as a by-the-way. So when we do the policy, we have to uh, be sensitive to those sort of dynamics. 
then the 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 third um, dynamic which uh, I, I I mentioned briefly at the beginning is that uh, um there's a whole set of young people uh, who are who are artists and they are part of the creative force if I may use that word and uh, we need to uh, create something that will, will relate to them uh, and organizations like national council created many years ago uh, we may not even understand what these young people are, are thinking about so maybe that raises the question whether we need to have different uh, aspects dealing with different things or we should have one group that is addressing professionals another one is grouping sort of addressing amateurs and some the other one is just dealing with young people whose interests are quite different from the from, from the senior artists so we are in a space uh, that is quite fluid and we have to be sensitive to, to the people we are dealing with so in terms of the policy then uh, we've been doing our consultations uh, again the, the the challenge always <laughs> with uh, our programming is that um, no matter how we cast the net wide, we end up just in certain networks. Uh, so for example, maybe a few people here may have even heard or seen the tools developed and there are those also outside the network. So really to get into those networks and understand what networks are happening, that's also something that's very interesting. Uh, we used to have a lot of problems, um, not problems, really challenges. So when we got the copper belt, we go for a meeting for artists. We don't get these uh, copper young people, you know. We always got like the, those who were in a band in the old days, I think like that. And uh, we kept going and it was quite frustrating until we linked up with uh, one gentleman who finally took us into that network. And once we entered that network, then it was much easier to, to pick. So even in terms of the policy consultative process which we are undertaking we 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 are still finding those uh, gaps which I hope we can address as we go but yeah so we are in the process of developing the national arts policy focus on arts business arts welfare and uh, sort of the legal issues that are affecting artists uh, there's a discussion for example whether there should be a minimum wage for artists uh, whether there should be some kind of uh, of um of social security program for artists how do we structure that um yeah so very interesting conversations yeah